Hello and welcome to the I'll Try podcast. So this week... Sorry, we're the I'll Try podcast. (laughs) (laughs) It's because I looked at you as I did it. I was like, why am I looking at Even weirder, even weirder. I was going to let him get away with it. (laughs) Yes, why did you say the name wrong? Welcome. Okay, let let me have a good of a go, guys. Come on, I haven't done this in a while. Uh, Welcome to the I'll Try That podcast. This week, we're heading to the sun and the sea uh, with Mexico and Sol. But first, the hot topic with Labarbs. Labarbs. Zutalor. I like that. Um, so, a hot topic. It's not news, I'll be honest. It was more of a discussion <laughs> point. This is going to be... <laughs> thank you for laughing. Um, this is going to just be some qualitative chat. I was in the pub the other night, right? And long story short, I want to know who your favourite beer celebrity is. This came about... Be- Beer celebrity? Beer celebrity. I, I, at, at the risk of sounding a little bit like a hack, <laughs> this sounded like a great hop topic when I was uh, in the pub after work the other night. We started talking about, um, you know, the old hypothetical about who your favourite, um, uh, who your dream dinner guests would be. We yep. were going through a few and uh, my mate Chris says, oh, I think I'd, I'd, I've got to have Big Dave. Uh, and <laughs> the rest of us were like, who Dave who? <laughs> Who's Dave? Um and it was like Dave Attenborough. Went, oh yeah, cool, cool, nice like like that. You know, you you, you can't not love uh, David Attenborough. He's a national treasure who exactly. wouldn't want him turning up for your dinner party. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. And then someone else but, said obviously he- early enough because he's quite old, so you need you need to yeah. get bedtime. <laughs> we need we need Very to get consider obviously. Let's make sure we Very get this episode. Let's make sure we get this episode out soon because what is he, ninety? Uh anyway. 94, but who's counting? Exactly. <laughs> you, apparently. <laughs> um, so, but then someone else said, hey, could you do your dream dinner uh, Your dream dinner party, so you get four? Could you do it with just Dave's? So you have Dave Attenborough, David... Mitchell. Mitchell, yeah. <laughs> I can think of my, Michelangelo's David. But then someone... Yeah. Some... <laughs> that would be a good... <laughs> that would be good, yeah. <laughs> David, can you put some clothes on, please? It doesn't say, but he's rather statuesque. Um, anyway, someone else went, oh, I'm like Dave Grolsch. Grolsch. <laughs> and I went, I went, I went Foggy. It was, it was my mate Adam. I was like, Foggy, do you mean Dave Grohl? <laughs> so what did I say? I was like, Dave Grolsch. And I was like, he's my, he's my new favourite beer celebrity. And then we no, went yes. around, I was yeah. like, can you think of other people? <laughs> <laughs> who named beers um, and so I now can't think of any more but I want you guys to hit me with them and we can open this up to the listeners as well we had Will Carling <laughs> the ex-England rugby player Paddy McGuinness <laughs> yes I like that that's good Simo I thought, you were, I, thought, I thought I saw your hand go up then no, I was. It was a play. It was changing the name though is that right? yeah yeah you can do that yeah. I, I, I'll allow puns in this yeah. we can have puns Britney Beers Britney Beers. <laughs> yeah, Britney Beers is good. Very topical um, right now with all the Netflix documentaries. We, had, we actually also particularly went down a football route at one point. So okay. there might be an episode uh, either side of this. <laughs> there's, there's a guy who used to be a fair play. Chris, Human who, Sol. Yeah. <laughs> Bam. You were all over it. So, well, Sol Campbell. Sol Campbell. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so um, Chris, who wanted to have Dave Attenborough at his um, party, I hope he's listening. So he gets a little bit of a shout out here. He pointed out there was a there was a goalkeeper for Chris called for Crystal Palace, whose name was Julian Speroni. 
That's, <laughs> That's a great a, name. Julian Speroni to get that shoehorned really in well. there. Um, I've got a couple for you. Go on. Natalie Porterman. Like. Nice. Like. Nice. Uh, nice. Yeah. Uh, everyone's favourite actor, ben, Benedict Cumberbock. Okay. Nice. Yeah, decent. <laughs> Um, I can't think of any more. I thought we had hundreds of these. Um, Porter Dinklage. <laughs> oh, um, <laughs> my friend Charlotte was there. She said uh, David Tennant's. Yeah, nice. that's good. Oh, that's a really good one. Actually. Fair play. Yeah, that, that was nailing too. That was also your potential David Dinner guest and a beer celebrity. He's so, <laughs> he can be an answer to to, to both of these queries. Um, there's got to be someone um, called San Miguel. I'm sure. Same, same. Michael. Well, I think I think everyone can know their favourite person who does, uh, you know, kind of like drama, you know, artsy, romantic films. You know, that Ryan Gosling person. <laughs> oh, um, also, you've got Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh wow. Um, you know, the, Richard Beer. I've just always liked the musician Beck. <laughs> 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 And then, and then the, the when she when she drops that name, it's the the musician formerly known as Beck. <laughs> oh, okay, well I'll leave you with this one, just hanging in the air. Steve Bruschemi. Nice. Oh, that is good. That is now. I've this Pils Brosnan. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Pils Brosnan. Oh, there's actually a footballer, isn't there? A goalkeeper, Ben Foster, as well. Ben Foster's. Oh, of course, Ben Foster. <laughs> Okay, so this week we're going to be talking about Sol. Spanish, <laughs> which, of course, which of course is Spanish for sun. I was going to do the, I was going to do a reference to Beverly Hills Cop 2, which, as you all know, Carlos is Spanish for Charles. Um, that's, I really hope there's going to be someone who gets that reference. I hope but, someone gets that reference because yeah. it went over my head. If I'm I, quite honest, I wouldn't expect it. <laughs> So as you said, like so, Sol is apparently legend has it that the master brewer bottled the first batch of the experimental new recipe, and it was illuminated by a ray of sunlight, and he decided to name it El Sol. It was in the early 1900s, so let's face it, there weren't many beers <laughs> being marketed out there, out there, and people people ha- hadn't really got a bit overloaded. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, just too much. You know, I need to have a stop. I need a break from this right now. That kind of scenario. Um, so I guess that that phrase that that's, that scenario, if that is the legend, this is definitely a time in the 1900s where people hadn't been bombarded with marketing. <laughs> yeah, he was sat there waiting for someone to invent Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> like, this, is, this, is, this is terrible. Oh God, we're going to wait another 111 years. <laughs> they actually moved quite early in their kind of inception to a place called Orizaba, which is. Um, Southeast of Mexico City, geography fans. So there you go. And because um, I definitely think of Sol as being a Mexican beer, like through oh, and through yeah. a Mexican beer. Yeah. Is that is that how you guys perceive Big it as well? Time. Big well, time. so like I think it's the idea that they're near the sun and the sea, and it's kind of that kind of vibe I get with the Sol, and that's kind of what they. If you go to their website, it's kind of what they push. It's like they they're always literally like the sun is everything around it, and if you even look on the um, bottles. Um, you've got that kind of, I don't know what you call it, because it, it is the face sun, I guess. I, I yeah. love it, yeah. He's, he's, just, having a little, face he's just having a little peek little over peek the clouds, over. isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> he's just, just have, coming out. Hello. See. 
But yeah, the, the graphic on the label behind the sole name is is this sun that has a face on it. It's a personified sun, and it's got the sun streaks all behind. So it's very light, and that obviously is, is you know it's a very clear bottle. All the labels themselves are clear. All you can see is the product behind it. It looks which is it, this it, light lager. I, I swear. Also, I mean, I might be wrong. I probably would have to do a comparison, but it just like it looks like a really nice golden color. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It yeah. is. It like the beer looks sun soaked, mm. doesn't it? Sun kissed, even. And especially if you've got a little bit of light behind the bottle, yeah. it really pops. I don't know if you guys have got a light source near that you can just put it behind, but it really looks like kind of like it's emanating and, and accentuating those light beams like a, like a, um, like when there's sun coming yeah, through. It's, all, all... it's like a sunrise. Indeed. You guys have bought into the marketing, haven't you? <laughs> and, and do you know I... why I think the marketing is so good? Guess who owns Sol? Uh, AB InBev. Close. Heineken. Heineken. He's right over there in Australia. Bam. Yeah, Heineken owns Sol, the Sol brand. Brewed with solar energy. Is now, that, I've actually right, got... That, I've, actually, I've got... I actually know a lot about that. I've researched it because I loved... I loved... I loved the idea that it says on the back. What an excellent accidental segue. <laughs> so, here we here we go, people. Here we go. So, basically, um, all Sol that is brewed... Now, I can't... The Ziota Wuda Brewed Brewery in the Netherlands. That's easy for you um, to say. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> basically, they everything that is every soul that is produced from there is produced using renewable energy from solar power, and it and it actually exports from there into all to fifty countries. So more than nine thousand seven hundred fifty solar panels were installed on the brewery roof, and it's Heineken's largest rooftop solar installation globally. Um, and it basically reduces emissions and it makes the brewing of soul more sustainable. Like that. Like, why the hell we don't do more? Like, um, I'm not, don't normally have much of an opinion on this, but why we don't do more solar? Why anyone builds a building on Earth anymore without a solar panel on it? Is just sorry. I'm I, I'm a little. Or thinking, especially if this is a building that does like manufacture something. If they're not thinking about every single excess of waste, yeah. how yeah, they, can yeah. they reuse that and recycle it or do something with it? And like the thing is, obviously, this is stemmed from soul being linked with the sun, which is all cool and clever, and I love that. And it's I never really, made that connection. Kind of makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's good. So obviously, it, it makes complete sense. It's like, oh, you know, we are the sun. Com- we are the sun beer. We are the we link ourselves with sun. But it's like everyone should be doing it. But it's really cool the fact that it is linked to Seoul with this kind of sun aesthetics. Fun fact for you here about Seoul, really leaning into this sun category, that where it was, you know, when it was created in 1899 in this, uh, you, you, you pronounce the word Arizaba, uh, in Mex- just outside Mexico City, Simo, that apparently that is the closest city to the highest point in Mexico. And they still claim to this day that the water source is the highest point in Mexico to the sun is where they get this bit, this water from. Kissed by the sun, or the taste of the sun, let's say, because that actually is their campaign. Taste the sun is uh, is all about soul. And it also, I mean, I mean, it screams to me that when, like, hot day, like, really hot, and because it's that nice, from, from, it's what I'd call easy drinking, uncomplicated, kind of re- re- refreshing, golden sort of tint in the, in the bottom, the condensation down the side. It's that kind of, you day at the beach, uh, someone rocks up with a box full of ice and a few of these in it's that kind of easy drinking thing isn't it I'm, i've just i've just posted to you guys the name of the brewery before it was purchased the, the brewery that was purchased by heineken in, in 2004 but only became 
globally known in 2010. Can anyone pronounce the name of I'm this? I'm doing it. Brewery? I'm going to go for it. Is I'm that, going for it. Is right. that is that what happened? I thought you just accidentally yeah. like lent on your keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> No, I realised okay. that during this web chat, we can actually send each other messages. Check that out. <laughs> oh, this is very high tech. I'm not sure if I like this. All right, I'm ready. So, ready? so in theory, but unless we comment on it, it should be seamless for the listeners. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, listeners, no, I like this that. is completely natural. Uh, <laughs> we are smooth. Anyway, right, I'm going to say it. Stop talking out. <laughs> oh, for the listeners, right, we've just learned we can send each other messages. While we do and this, we are five years and old. And we, and we have done, <laughs> like, okay, we have done some next school. level poo bum willy wee jokes. <laughs> let's 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 grow up and let's hear Simo's. And also, we've gone a little bit quiet now, so we get a we get we get a bit of build up. So so Simo, ladies and gentlemen, Simo Simo is about to say the name of the brewery. We've all been waiting for this. Simo, when you're ready. Kueretimok Moctezuma. Wasn't worth a build-up. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, it's, I, it was a very anglicised kind I was, of I, 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 figured, I figured Joe was going to sweep in and tell us with what, what, how it's meant to be. Yeah, I, I wish I knew. Joe, <laughs> I, I think <laughs> you guys nailed it. <laughs> also, that whole build-up of me... Okay, cool, sweet. Um... Let's 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 move on. How many countries, boys, do you think it's uh, sent to? Now, I I think I've always known about Seoul. Like it's always been around since we've been, you know, in the alive. So I think it's probably penetrated quite a few markets. So I think we're probably talking at least fifty. I uh, unfortunately, Travis is not with us for the for this one. Uh, I'm going to channel him and say that it's more than three. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I'm, I'm interestingly, hundred and thirty, bam. So interestingly, I've got I've got two differing revo- results. I went to the Seoul website itself, and they gave me a different result that the Heineken says, which I found quite interesting. So the Seoul website says seventy, Heineken says eighty-five. So it is widespread. So it is widespread. More than three, though, Drab, as you nailed it. So talking about the beer itself, then and. Would you consider this to be a pale lager, a pilsner, or a lager? Uh, I, I'd say a lager. Uh, I'm using my own my own terminology. I'd say a light lager. Actually, I'm saying that, and I, the, the one thing I don't know, and I'm always interested in, is what the uh, I'm very interested in is what the percentage is. Mine's four point two. Simo, you're in Australia, so I'm, you're going to disagree with me. <laughs> Yours is yeah, going to be. Different. I've got four point five. A four point five. There you go. More alcohol here, as yeah. always. Why are all the Australian beers so, higher ABV? So basically, uh, Joe, it's due to the um, we Brits can't be trusted. UK, Export. Uh, no, it's due to the issue in the UK that um, a law came out that they lowered the alcoholic content due to hoogalin. Hoogalin. Oh. What's the word? <laughs> That's I, a Swedish. Hoogalugan. I, I, I actually prefer hoogalinism. So let's keep that one. So I didn't know this. Talking back about the lager itself. So. Did you guys know this factoid that lagers are bottom fermenting beers, which means the yeast used to ferment the beer sits at the bottom, unlike ales where the yeast sits at the top? I didn't know that. What do you think of the taste of soul? I think, uh, as you'd expect from a beer named after the sun, it's incredibly light. 4.2% here in the UK is a very sessionable drink. 
No, with its low, low drink, low out. You know, for me personally, I have put lemon in it to add to that extra, like kind of like citrusy flavor. You already get a very light palate with this light lager, um, and I cause it is a lager, but I'd say it's a light lager at that. I mean, the color itself is so transparent. You know, there isn't like a you know a haziness to it. There isn't a uh, you know kind of an amberiness to it. This is quite golden. Can Almost, I, I, you know. I kind of want to address for what for me is the elephant in the room. This is is basically no the, the agave plant in the room. It, <laughs> couldn't think of a Mexican animal. Could you? Every week, every week we're going to go with Armadillo. an iguana. <laughs> iguana. <laughs> I'll let you guys figure this one out. Address the the idea though is also that it's quite big. I think isn't it? anyway. I'll go put it out there. Corona rival, isn't it? For my money. Yeah. I'm a little bit like if they if they got as the, in the vibe, the style of it, yeah, and and yeah, for me the yeah. taste as well. For for me the the taste and the purpose that it serves, and uh, to my knowledge, it beats it on price. It's just the one that it doesn't seem to have taken off in. As I think I said when we did the Corona episode, it was like got into. I was associated with Corona with in in nightclubs for some reason. I feel like maybe if Soul got the distribution right and like a little bit of their bit of marketing, they could definitely sort of rival them you know the way i kind of see this this beer is it it's almost like refreshingly like water it feels mm. that kind of vibe to it that it's like it does it feels like you're hydrating yourself when you drink it um, and i think that's quite a nice feeling for a beer it's pretty unique <laughs> yeah as, I, as yeah. in here where it's super hot it is something that i genuinely would have on the deck because i got one of those because i'm cool big time it would be really refreshing really lovely and it's Something that you know, you you put a slicer, you put a wedge of, I think this one's lemon. Is that right? Not lime. Yeah. And yep. you know, you're, you're enjoying yourself, you're relaxing, and it kind of creates that kind of light, kind of like, almost like vibing. I don't know how to say. It's like it sounds really stupid. Yeah. When the sun's yeah. beating down on you, you're drinking a beer that emanates the sun in quite. It's all of it's trying what yeah. it's trying to do. Yeah. It feels I mean, like it just matches, doesn't it? For the record, uh, I mean, I'd put that down. And say it's got got to have it colder than cold, colder yes. than cold. Mm. But, but I think what you're saying about I, I that's what I you, you've explained it a little better than me. That's what I meant by the easy drinking thing. It's yeah, I'm, I'm it's glad that. you've mentioned about cold there, Barbara, because actually uh, what I've just I've just learned is. Um, so obviously Mexico as a country, this is where Sol comes from. And one yeah. of the biggest advances, I guess, or the greatest advances of industrialization in Mexico were these two things. Now, one of which you've just hit on was refrigeration. So the fact that beer brewing and beers would be able to kept cold when they're moved around. What do you think the, the, the second biggest, greatest achievement of, of Mexico as an industrial power was? Refrigeration. And what was the second one? Freezers. <laughs> I kind, of <laughs> I, 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 I kind of feel like freezers could fit into refrigeration in that. No, 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 because refrigeration is cold but not freezing. Do you, do people, do you want to chuck in air conditioning as well, there, Samo? <laughs> ice, doing things colder. Ice, ice, baby, doing things colder. That's brewing. Um, so think about the brewing industry. What do they need? We've, we've talked about they need to be cold when they're, they're, they're moving with, with their beers. What else do you need to do with beer to get it to the people? Shipping trucks. What's better than trucks? What's more efficient than trucks? Helicopters, <laughs> drones. We're talking about the we're talking about the industrialization of a country. We're talking back in the eighteen the nineteen hundreds. E scooters. It's e scooters, isn't it? E scooters. <laughs> Trains. Trains. The construction of railway roads, <laughs> railways. So I think the fact the fact that Seoul can claim, or at least 
that it can be linked to the popularity of soul because of how old they are. It's to do with industrialization of Mexico, to do with refrigeration and construction of railways. I think just obviously just stands the test. It shows that soul does stand the test of time. It's a it's a it's yeah. an old beer that's but it's also a it, it's always palatable. I'm sorry, I'm I'm looking again at the label. You know the sun. I w- I think they need to make it look more like the sun is smiling a little bit more. At the moment, he's like dead-eyed staring at you. And because he's just peeking up from over the clouds, it makes him look proper weird. It's, it's a very serious look from the sun. It's a bit like, drink the beer or I'll, or I'll, I'll punch you really hard in a mouth. <laughs> but I, <laughs> thanks, Paul. <laughs> Enjoy it, though. Do you really like the simplicity of the bottle? So jumping around a little bit, we talked about how it's owned by Heineken. How much do you think Heineken paid for its purchase of Survey Syria Kulikulchulmok Botazuma for the brewery? Uh, do you want it in pounds or pesos? I want it in dollars, please. <laughs> what year? What year? US ago? dollars. Year? Uh, we, I think we said it was 2004 they paid for it. I right. don't know how much breweries cost, so um, I'm going to say 112 million. Okay. It's not going to be that much. <laughs> I'm going to say. I'm going to say. 87 million. 87 million. They paid $7.6 billion for Seoul back in 2004. <laughs> we are so bad at We're not very good at the oh, numbers. How many episodes that just are we shows, like, We're over 62 episodes. Oh my God. But that also, that is a crazy number. Like We've, we've talked about breweries being purchased for Just for Seoul, million. as in not anything oh, else. Just, the, just Seoul, Seoul. Bre- the, the whole brewery that makes Seoul and the Seoul brand in Mexico, they bought that for seven. That's insanity. It must be consumed domestically like wildfire. That's crazy. That's crazy. And, uh, but it just shows the power and the value of, of what the Seoul brand had become by that point as well. And it's probably, and it's probably yeah. worth more now. You know, I mean, Seoul that I know of, you can get more readily available. You can only buy them in very big bottles, standalone, or you can buy them in multi-packs of bottles as well. I don't think I've ever seen like a, like a, a 330 mil or 33 centiliter bottle by itself on a, on a stand unless you go to like an off-license which breaks out multi-packs and sells them off individually. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> stop, stitch, stop stitching up the corner shop. Because Australia is so different in the way you purchase alcohol, like you literally go to a bottle shop and what they do is they have all the multi-packs and then right next to them they have all the singles. But what single do you have there? I don't think it's the 33 milliliter, is it? Well, you know, I love a bargain, right? And I just thought, why would I buy four, four bucks for three thirty, and it was six bucks for a six fifty? I know what I'm doing, people. I know what I'm doing. All right. So, so you got um, a six hundred and fifty milliliter bottle right now. Teased that information out of him, didn't you? <laughs> but what I find really interesting is, um, I couldn't find um, Corona anywhere, and I, I literally was like, oh, I swear Corona is bigger than Sol. But um, the, yeah, that... but I might be completely wrong there. But I just feel like that's what that's what I'd have thunk. But then I didn't, I didn't, I didn't appreciate that the sole brewery might, was worth billions. Except, but the problem is, Corona's probably taken a hit. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. uh, recently, a lot, lot of bad press. Um, <laughs> Corona. It hasn't got great press. Also, could you imagine being named after a virus? <laughs> uh, I mean, in fairness, in fairness, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't name it after the virus. They, 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 no, they no, didn't go. In, yeah, but as in, like, imagine, <laughs> as in, like, you have this amazing company, and then somebody goes, uh, "We're going to name a virus after you," and you're like, "No, no, you're not." Guys, you like my new beer? Don't do that. COVID nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's like calling a beer, like, tuberculosis, isn't it? <laughs> uh, so Instagram, they have uh, 
Sol yeah, underscore beer has 5,000 followers. Now, Twitter, they've done the classic, they've broken up by country. So I'm just going to give you the UK and the US. So the UK, Sol Beer, at Sol Beer is 1,000, 2,000 people. Yeah, okay. And Sol Beer US is 254 followers. It was, though, again, sorry to hark back to an old episode. We, we found this about Corona. Like, the whole world will know about Corona. They probably don't have that many actual followers. And then I can't remember, the we did some someone quite crafty in the next episode and we were like they have got way more followers than corona and that sort of thing because it's not it's not so much of a lifestyle thing is it drinking solo it's not a lifestyle thing but also as well it's not about you're not you're a challenge if you're a smaller brewery starting up where do you go for to be a challenger to get people to notice you well you go to social media Uh, if you're an established brand that's in so many different countries and you can spend the money on out of home you know like billboards posters you know those kind of like subway or tube line um they've probably got got the the twitter account just so that people can't nick the name uh that's it. That's guys, guys, guys. Speak, speaking about that, um, everyone should go onto Instagram and follow us, and I'll try that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Done. as in, I, I would say, do you know what? If you, if you, if it's on a hot day, grab a soul, grab a lemon, smash that lemon in there, and have a good time. And I think even if it is not a hot day, and you're sat at home in the wintry windows, windows of the UK when it's raining and whatever, a soul might brighten your day up for you. <laughs> Oh, Joe, that's absolutely spiffing. I love that. <laughs> I'm hitting stop on that right. one. Stop, stop, stop. And that's all we have time for in this week's episode of the I'll Try That podcast. And so from me, Joe, Rich, Barber, and Simo, goodbye. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, I'll Try That Podcast.com, and watch us on YouTube. Goodbye now. <laughs>